I have, nothing's I have worse than playing games. sports games trying to pick your last name and it's just not there mm. yeah it, it makes me think because our last names are supposed to be tied to the thing that you that your family was for slavery right? yeah sorry no, but I mean, that, right? like, whatever the white guy that before owned us. Yeah. Raping. That's what, before that's what it us. was, right? Raping so, like, and pillaging. So, like, my, my, that's my, not funny. my last name is Salter, right? So you just got to believe it's some white dude. Yeah, that some, white man. That. <laughs> some white man. Some white man who was your family. Like, come on. Was assaulted. Have you visited the salt man? Yeah, he was an assaulter. That's what he was. Not being, not being. You wake up, you wake up, you wake up, you wake. Yeah. Yo. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Up you wake up, you wake up, you wake up, you wake. I'm your host, L.A.A.K.A.L.A. Along with me, I have the West Craven to rap himself. Cam Archer, a.k.a. The my, Spirit Gunner. My last name don't mean shit. I just looked it up. <laughs> as long as you know your self-worth means zero. You know, you know what I mean? You have I live life. it every day of my life. <laughs> All your life you had to fight? <laughs> no. And on my other side, I have the one and only, the director himself, A. Devon Johnson. It's getting deep. One third of adults still sleep with a comfort object. I like that. That's your thing? Yeah, I'm gonna give well, I'm gonna give fun factoids that uh yeah. we sh- that don't really matter. Oh, oh we're gonna change. You know, yeah. Yes. That makes you're gonna get one every. You're gonna get one every week. Yeah. Welcome everybody to this pod yeah. where these three gentlemen say everything that we want, everything that we mean. Oh man, I messed that up. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> I'm gonna start over. It's been a long day. You, I'm you sorry. Switched, you deserve better. You switched, you switched from the third you, person to the first deserve, person. Yeah, I did. I, don't, I wasn't even. I was. I had an out of body experience. You deserve this nigga. Take and do the wrong That's thing it. to the next level. <laughs> This is a, yeah, this is, this is a whole new level of introduction. <sighs> Welcome to this pod where <laughs> us three <laughs> <laughs> mean what we say, say what we mean, and as always, peace to Ready Raheem. This is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast, episode four. Wow, gentlemen, we made it. We made it to four episodes. Four, four, four. Will we make it to five? Find out next time on Dragon right. Ball Z. <laughs> Oh, you know what I fucked up? Hey yo, free. Hey yo, shout out to Britney. My girl Britney Spears is free. Fuck her pops. Oh yeah, my girl. Oh Britney yeah, free. shout out to, shout out to shout Britney out to Spears. My girl Britney. I saw, I, you know what's wild? I was on Britney Spears' Instagram, and I see why people were like she's crying for help. I can see it. Dog, she her, was, like, posts doing, like, her posts are so weird. Like her dancing so, is so weird. Like there's like you could do a whole documentary just on her Instagram. Each it dance move is a cry for help. Yeah, <laughs> but she's, and she's got the, like odd directions, and she's like, got she's, the eyeshadow, and it's like like she's been crying. I, I don't yeah. know, it's tough. I know. Her, shout out to Brittany though. I'm so happy she's free. Yeah, I still her love breasts, Brittany. Her breasts sitting in her, in her bra very awkwardly. I don't know. Wow, it's <laughs> not a it's not a it's not a good take, but it's the take I got. Just <laughs> like, oh, that's oh, weird. Yeah, well, here that, we go celebrating a, cool? a woman's independence from tyranny, <laughs> and you like, man, them titties sitting awesome, funny man. though. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I celebrate it. Let me tell you how my mind works. There so all our other sponsorships. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm a sick man. <laughs> when I was looking, right? 
because you this is how people get get crazy because they look at all the like the little the little details of like the video they be yeah. like looking at the corner of the pictures like what's going on over there what's that? why is that cat right there you know what i mean and me i was watching i was like their titties look lopsided in this bra is that a clue <laughs> is that a clue <laughs> am i supposed so to be an even justice system part? <laughs> yeah no hey, even, i can't be mad at oh, that you figuring it out one of my biggest pet it. peeves is like a woman could send me a nude right tits like this right but if her if she does that and her nail polish is chipped i'm gonna just delete it like because i don't that's bad hygiene to me so i feel you what if, what if she what if she was she just she's missed the day like she couldn't there's get no, to the salon. Fam, I'm sorry. No, there's no the nail polish remover is like a dollar. If dude. you went through the process of, of <clears throat> taking a picture for it to be sent out, I would assume that you would give it the care and attention that it deserves. Like I don't ask, I don't try to tell women what to, I don't police women's bodies. But all I know is if a nigga sent her a dick pic and he's holding his dick and his fingernails is long and dirty as shit, she'd be fucking offended. That nigga don't okay, yeah, have I, I, I can agree. There's there's certain dick pic etiquette that you should have in the clean nails. You know I mean, this is a strange you know conversation, but I would say even if like <laughs> you know how like no, join in. No, like join if you were <laughs> if you the water's if fine. You were, you were, <laughs> don't just put your toe in, nigga. You were, yeah, go on. <laughs> get in there. Let's splash around. Like I would say the same thing. Like, let's say you propose like to your lady or something like that, and you're showing the picture of her. Like I would say, I would think that you would make sure. That like you know propose when she got her nails done, so that yeah. when you show off her hands, her hands don't got ash in the cracks, and yeah. that um, is not in need of a fill. I'm not telling day, women you gotta have your thing. nails done all the time. I'm just saying either get in or get out. <laughs> they're gonna be no, done. No. Keep them up if they're not you, done. If you don't keep them, just keep them clear. Keep them clean. I don't care. Just but just keep your fingernails clean. Don't have nail polish chipping away on your. Ugh, that's just unsightly. Uh, Antonio, though, you bring you bring up a very dangerous, slippery, slippery slope, because because now that's become like a real thing. We're like, guys, tell the girl go get go get your. I'm getting your nails done for you, right? And now because it's become such a thing, the girl might be like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, he's he's getting my cuticles done. Well, you gotta make <laughs> you sure gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta be, right. Yeah, you gotta make sure <laughs> call either all friends. either you. Either you are regularly sending her there, or if you know that she regularly goes, you have to be on her schedule. And you know that, hey, she's going to get hers done today. So I've got oh, like a, a two or three day window before you start to see the little, you know, that nail start my, to grow. My homegirl, her, her 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 fiance did it really smoothly. What he did was, well, now they're married now, so his, his her husband. So he what he did was... He set it up so, like, the mom made everything go into motion. Her mom. So her mom was like, I want to take family photos. It's been too long since we've done, like, a family photo shoot. You know, your brother's a photographer. Let's do a family photo shoot. She's like, all right, cool. That's that's fine. And then it was, you know what? For this photo shoot, I want to get my nails done. Will you come get my get your nails done with me, too, so I don't feel like it's been so long since I've gone. I don't want to feel weird. Yeah, mom, we'll go get our nails done together. Bow. Worked out perfect. It, it helps if you have a, if it's a team effort. Then, yeah, absolutely. Because then it doesn't come off as strange if it's, like, Hey, well, your sister wants to take you here, blah blah blah. Especially when that's normal. Yeah, See, yeah, because all, all my women, all all their all their parents hate me, so I can't pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are talk to um, them. we're out here passing out gems, uncut fellas, too, fellas, uncut gems. <laughs> I like that. Um, is 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 married dick pic different than single dick pic? Wow. The only person we could ask is you, sir. <laughs> I framed the question simply for Antonio. Like I was gonna hop in. Well, in I, my experience, well, here, just I am. I've never been 
a, a pick sender <laughs> even you before never, whoa, even before whoa, 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 whoa. i have not i've never you been have, you have a child on the way and you mean to tell me <laughs> you never sent your bow a blow-up version of yourself you never done that no wow you you literally because here's the thing the that pisses me off it? about it here's the thing that really makes me mad about it because you know the good angles like you that's uh, your that's your thing you film you know, like most most of us is is just using the iPhone camera the best to our ability. <laughs> That's the best. This is the best we could do. Yeah. We you gotta sometimes learn no we shoot on live by, by trial and error. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes <laughs> you get it on live and they got they press down and then you see the, like the wiggle motion. You like, oh, I didn't mean for you to get that. <laughs> but you you could make a cinematic cinematic masterpiece with yours, and you I could you have taken advantage no. of this. Nope. Just you imagine, can, you bro, could do like a like, whole like science theater three thousand. Like, you could do it like dun. boogie nights. Like you could like walk up to the mirror and it's just like does the, the black screen Antonio. There's so now there is a con- I don't know now that's not as interesting. I'm almost wondering if people have ever taken that to like obviously we probably wouldn't see it, yeah. but have like taken taking it to like a cinematic you know level. But I mean, okay, here's what I would say. Hey, we're not even supposed to talk about this, but this is an interesting conversation. Because yeah. what I have learned is that like it, some of some of it, some of it is true. I guess from what I have heard from like other friends of mine that are like married, is that for some people like they get married and like like the well like dries up. But mm-hmm. it's like that <laughs> the only milk's going bad. Like that only happens <laughs> if if they let it happen. Like I don't. That's like I like I feel sorry for you, but like most of this stuff doesn't really have to change. If you, you know, but obviously you got to, you got to have two willing participants. But again, that I is think one that's, of my grandest you know, fears of marriage. Like it's just us, huh? It should, it's, 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 it's honestly, it should, it should, should increase if you think about it. But, How so? but well, because you, you you're first, okay. So now you're with this person and mm-hmm. obviously the longer that you're with a person, a lot of the maybe fears and inhibitions that you might have with somebody who you don't know as much, they should be gone. Mm, and you. along with that, you're lit. And I hate to, I hate to say it like this because I don't want to make it seem like your significant other is like an object, but for like both of you, you, you should literally actually have like, like trained the other person to be efficient in your own yeah, and what, Pleasure, and what, that makes and what sense. does it for you? Yeah, like no, that sh- and yeah. it that should like it's almost like you know you're practicing <clears throat> with the same person, and you know, but it's got to be a, me. it's got to be conscious. Both of you so have to be conscious. I just need to I need to be the Caesar Chavez of the relationship, and everything will be just fine. I got you. Well, you don't have no, to be. No. You would hope she is. You would hope she <laughs> or he. I don't know what y'all. I don't know. You Whatever your preference is. I don't know what you what floats your boats, <clears throat> but yeah. like there should be should be obviously obviously things can get stale but like it shouldn't it should actually increase because then maybe a lot of the things that would cause you to slow down aren't there anymore you would think because there shouldn't be you know certain venereal diseases out there there shouldn't be depending on what you guys decide as far as like kids like a lot of that stuff that you're afraid of getting caught up in with someone who you're not wanting to be with that is Should, the beauty you know. of being monogamous is you don't have to worry about 
Damn, I hope I'm good. You shouldn't. That's <laughs> you know the key word. You shouldn't. You yeah, know. you would hope that there that there's there's you know some, somebody some catch up with there. something. Then it's like, whoa, who's yeah. been dipping? Who's been dipping mm-hmm. their chips and other sauces? Yeah, that's right. Too much dip on their chips. Too, too much dip. This sipping, reminds no, me sipping other juices. Oh, not <laughs> this juice. reminds me of uh, <laughs> when I was younger and I was working at the grocery store, and my homie was telling me about his friend. He was like, "Yo, he was with this girl last night, and she, she was going down on him, but she started licking his ass." I was like, wow, that's crazy. He was like, yeah, but he didn't know how to respond because he liked it. And here's the thing. I was like, I guess. I mean, and then like some this woman came in. She worked with us. She was like, she was in like her mid-30s. We were like early 20s at the time. And she was like, oh, you guys are young. You wait and see. <laughs> that's normal. See, but here's the thing. So that that's what I'm saying. That There's that like that exploration that happens, but there's also, or it should be that lack of, of um, embarrassment. Because it's like you would assume that your wife's not going to go on Instagram the next day and talk about, I met, I was with this dude last night and he was doing it. You know how some of those, you know, yeah. it shouldn't happen yeah. here. So usually you would probably, not that you couldn't do this, not, you know, when you're not married, but like trying those things and not really, you know, you don't even got to tell your homies about it. That you like getting certain stuff, certain, certain spots, you know. No, no, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I admit there's something very You don't sit down at that. the bar during the game. <laughs> And then right after tip off. So let me tell you what she did to me last night. Have you ever had this done to you? Speaking of tips. Yeah. <laughs> All that really does for me is just make me think people get sicker as the years go on. Like year five or year six, you like let me let me uh let me suck on your teeth tonight. See, listen, see what that does for me. No, Baby, listen, how you feel about cantaloupe? Listen, my grandmother, you know, rest in peace. I had a conversation with her when she was maybe like 70. And I think we had we were watching. She was a she's a fan of period pieces, and she really liked. Um, she likes and maybe this is where I get it. She likes war type stuff. Like she loves that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were watching Three Hundred, and mm-hmm. remember, there was a scene when they had shot all of the arrows in the air to where it blotted out the sun, and then so mm-hmm. all the guys just use their shields. shields. Yeah. So there was a point when in slow motion, Gerard Butler is captured so eloquently by. Uh, our, our friend Zack Snyder, and he stands yeah. up and he like breaks off all of the arrows off his shield, yeah. And he's just like the lighting and everything is perfect. Like he's like super right. cut, ripped, she, ripped to the max. And she she made a noise that it, it will stick with me forever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of it was it was a that she she was clearly she Enthused. she was pleased she was pleased at what she saw. Yeah, and I really thought like, and I really think about that, especially now. I'm thirty. I'm thirty two, and I'm thinking, I it never don't, leaves you. Like I don't. I can't think of a time when I don't when I wouldn't <clears throat> want this, and it makes me think like, yeah, you're your sixty year old, seventy year old aunt. Like she still wants it. Like that doesn't like it doesn't it doesn't stop. I mean, it I guess unless you get to a point Viagra where Viagra has a market for yeah. a reason. Yeah, you know what's funny is I, I said this before. I can't I can't wait for it to just stop working. Cause then I would, just, I feel like, I feel like I would just get, I would be alleviated of so much stress. All would you, or would like, you be stressed out because you don't have your past vigor? Yeah, yeah, I would just be relaxed, like a like somebody just neutered me. I don't know, man. Just I don't like, know how relaxing like, that is. Yeah, I don't right. know, man. I could just be like, oh, it doesn't. That sounds like a depressing me. life. When you let's can't say even you just find, let's say you find someone later in life, and y'all y- y'all loving <clears throat> on each other. Too and late. Then, 
<laughs> Should have met me ten years ago. <laughs> and this and you just, you just sitting here going. doing a helicopter. You just sitting here yeah. doing a helicopter because that's all you got now. Yeah, that's all. That's parlor tricks. Just parlor tricks. That's all you got. Yeah. Uh, here, here, here's what that I want. Sounds awful. Here's what I want ultimately to come out of this conversation. I want you and your wife to be laying in bed, and your wife look over to you and say, "I heard I heard the latest episode. Why don't you send me dick pics?" And that's that's ultimately what I want. Listen, listen <laughs> what, I, what, I will, what I want to happen. What I will say is that there, and it kind of goes to what I was saying before, is that a lot of those things, if you do, if you did them when you dated, you should keep doing them. Yeah, and you don't, you know, and it. You know, the funny thing is, like. You'd be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised, but like social media and like porn to to an extent has yeah. like damaged how we look at certain things because, of course, like we see these like, you know, medically created bodies and we think like, okay, this is it. But when like that's really not real life, and that's like a very small percentage of people, and it's like you know, so then there's certain things like people have flaws. <laughs> They may look flawless on, you know, the way that they're presented on screen, but a lot of people have flaws. So I was like the way that they, the way that we look when we look at each other, it's like, all right, yeah. So you could see, yeah, that role and that, you know, but what should happen is, you know, you just, whatever, I don't know. I always say whatever you guys, whatever made you guys fall for each other, you should keep doing that. If not more, I mean, you it gets harder up, you, as you get older. You, know? you bring up like social media and porn. I'll go deeper than that. You could be watching this a movie. Right, like I, yeah. I don't know for people who've seen The Conjuring Three, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of that yeah. movie, he they rebuilds, show you what they really look like. <laughs> he, re, yeah, I've, I've been to what they look like, but they rebuild. He like rebuilds the gazebo. They like yeah. had the first kissing in the backyard. Can you imagine being the like a good husband? <laughs> <laughs> and that scene comes on, and she look at you like. You never rebuild anything that that but check, we oh, did in yeah, our like, Just like we <laughs> like. Not, like my the grandpa bar my, just gets set so high all the time. My grandpa on my dad's side. Build you a gazebo to be happy. <laughs> well, my grandpa on my dad's side built their house brick by brick himself. Well, <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to do? Well, what well what happens is is you get to know her, and she's gonna based, want a gazebo. If she, that's <laughs> what she, but if that's what she wants, then you know that. It, like, cause in the cause the flip could be. Like your wife doesn't care about jewelry, so you buying a ten thousand dollar like ring doesn't mean as much to her because she don't care about that. She's not even yeah, wearing like anyway. J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like here's the thing: like you people think like <clears throat> that it goes down like it does on on those movies, and it doesn't. Like, oh wow, I had a I had a hard day at work. Oh well, let me let me relax you there. Like that's not the way that it happens in real life. <laughs> It doesn't. I don't know know about you, but I've cut a hole in plenty of pizza boxes, and I'll tell you how it went down. Like this doesn't work, or it doesn't happen in real life. Because the funny thing is, like, like phone people get phone calls and things happen where it's like people get distracted and all that stuff. So you kind of just gotta, you gotta keep it, keep it going. Kind of gotta make it happen because it doesn't happen, you know. Like like they haven't scripted in a oh wow I, I need some tutoring I'll tutor you like no it doesn't dog work. let me tell you about the time that me and my friend who randomly had a camera went and picked up a chick from the grocery store okay so <laughs> I got this listen couch, miss right? listen Mrs Officer what can we do to get out of this like that hey, yo oh. I got this couch right so we bring in chicks for interviews and we'll... <laughs> like oh man look man I. 
here's here's what I'll say. Uh, I think it's great that you have such a solid relationship because black love is important. I'm glad you guys are together and saying the things that you need to say to keep it tight. That you guys are not beefing. Speaking of beef, uh, Tory Lanez and Cassidy have been going at it. Oh my god! And <laughs> from marriage, we, and, from uh, marriage to to to, to, to Lanez Cassidy beef. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a trend. Transitions can come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So it's amazing this run is still going on. Uh, so, Cam, you said that Tory released an NFT earlier, uh, and it had a had a Cassidy this on there. So what happened was, <clears throat> Tory Lanez just put out because I know y'all are all checking for Mr. Lanez. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, we're all checking out. for him like he's looking for his hairline. Ooh. He found it at the doctor's office. Um, <laughs> the same Tory Lanez is, is still going through his his shit with with Meg. That's to, that shit hasn't been resolved, but uh, he has put. I think he put out like six projects in the past year. Really? And they all did. Yeah, and they all did I've like heard, decent numbers. I heard, but look, I I, I tried to avoid it. I don't want to say who, but I know P- I have people around me who still like him, and that nigga just be rapping with his back against the wall, swinging mad because he's you know trying to fight for his own. He's fighting for his life out here. But he's also really small. I mean, he probably he's immensely tiny. He's a tiny yeah. human being with a horrible jump shot. Uh, <laughs> so he he just put out an NFT album that he sold for a dollar each, and reports state that he sold one million copies in about thirty so thirty or so minutes of this NFT. Now. He released the day of the release. He also released a video for a song with the exact same title of the project where he is dissing Cassidy. Now, for context and clarity on that, uh, Cassidy, who has not been relevant since he invited chicks to his hotel with R. Kelly, (laughs) basically, they they were calling out Tory Lanez for stealing lyrics from old Cassidy oh, freestyles. I, I did see a video on Instagram and, where somebody uh, had mashed those up. Yeah. yeah, and just a couple other artists where he was stealing. Yeah, he he basically stole like the framework of the bars and kind of used them in one of his longer freestyles. Okay. This makes but sense with Tory Lanez, it's not that shocking just because a lot of his flows, like his early freestyles on like on like Sway and on Flex, he's really just stealing like Drought 2, Drought 3, Wayne flows. Mm-hmm. Not the bars, just the flows. Uh, a lot of his album stuff always sounds like other niggas. He sounds a lot like Drake often. Uh, doesn't really have like an overall, there's no like flow that makes you think of Tory Lanez. But this is a bit much taking the the basically the structure of somebody's bar and then just kind of moving words around. So uh, Cassidy yeah. called him out for it. Yeah, Cassidy released a diss about him and this was his response. My question is, why are two people, one who's not really irrelevant, but we're trying to make him irrelevant in a way, because he possibly shot a woman in the foot, like this was fucking Harlem Nights, and a huh. nigga who's actually irrelevant. Like, nobody's checking for Cassidy, bro. So weird. I, I, was, I was such a Cassidy fan. Alright, I have I have bars. I have bars. So, the bars that uh, Mr. Lanes has for Cassidy is, I leave Cass' body in that casket his career is in. My prime... To your prime, dog. It's no comparison. Rap story lanes. <laughs> yeah, he all but then no, he followed that up with a good line, which is what we gonna compare. What we gonna compare? Smack TV appearances. Like that's a good bar. Like that is a good. That is a good. I mean, let's like, not. Good, all you've been doing lately is battle rapping. All right, let's not down but smack. Treated all of us to great content. Well, 
before we should have had it. <laughs> oh no, I, I still watch Smack Battles. I, I've been watching Smack Battles since Mook and Sirius Jones. Yeah, uh, what he said? He said, "Ding, ding, ding!" Fifteen seconds of fame is up. Was in them hotels with R. Kelly. We should flame you up. That's a good bar. That's a good bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the song is okay. He's really he sounds a, he's using Meek Mill's flow though the whole song, which is pretty funny. So a lot of people have now called him out for using Meek's flow on a diss to another Philadelphia rapper. Do you think that was purposeful? Or you think he I think he stole a flow on purpose. I don't know if he purposely did Meek's flow. Because Meek so right now, he ain't even using his flow. He's trying to sound like Dirk on records. So it's, it's, well, so it's this ugly you, game uh, out here right now. If you watched uh, the latest episode of The Shop, it talks about, uh, he does talk about being in the studio with those guys and like realizing he's old now. <laughs> that must Meek be Mill? really hard for, for, a rapper, especially a rapper like Meek Mill, who's been in the game for so long, to now look at like up and coming rappers and be like, "Oh damn, I'm I could be left behind." The thing is, here. Okay, look, Meek stole his flow flow from Ace Hood, so it's it's a really it's a slippery slope. What a weird steal to have though. Because <laughs> if drop, you really drop my watch like, bezel, <laughs> Ace Hood. If you listen to Ace Hood and then listen to Meek, you go, "Wow, he really just stole his whole." Like Meek be rapping like he going down on a roller coaster because he's trying to match the energy that Ace Hood used to have on them records. And, you know, it's to mix results. I think I think Meek is a solid rapper. I think he's constantly been placed and punched above his weight class as a rapper. But yeah. Yeah. It's a shame I mean, like Cassidy go too, because he had a lot of talent. He still has a lot of talent. I think he's, I think he's still a very, very good rapper. Yeah. Cassidy? Yeah, rap. Cassidy can rap. You think Cassidy, Cassidy can rap? <laughs> Wait, you don't Cassidy think Cassidy can is, rap? He's, no, he, I didn't say that. He's just immensely dated. Oh, yeah, like, sure. Now, I'm just like saying, how, it, that's what I'm saying. It's sad to see somebody like him go to the wayside because he did have talent. But he never wow. made, he never was actually a good song maker. But he had good songs. When you think of his biggest hits, none of the choruses were his. Uh, well, that's yeah, fair. that but I mean, makes that's sense. a lot. Isn't that a lot of the music industry, though? No, no, not for the good ones. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the close, the funny thing is, the closest you can say is probably Jay, because Jay is actually a, a average hook maker. He just does everything else so well that you don't notice as much. But who's like a lot of his bigger hooks, you'll, it's usually like Neptunes or something like who's, that. But who's like the worst hook maker. Hmm. Who's the worst worst hook maker? The worst hook maker. Yeah. That's like really popular. Yeah, Eminem. Mm. How's he? You he, better he, lose he, yourself. He's finding way back to the podcast. You I'm just saying. You asked who the worst one was. That's really popular. It's either him or Nas. Nas is a terrible hook maker. They 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 basically they'll just like they just rap more. Currency is also a very bad hook maker. Currency's not a very good rapper though. So there's that. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's got seven projects coming out. So does Tory Lanez, apparently. So <laughs> I have not, I have not actively or purposefully listened to Tory Lanez in probably like four or five years. I'll be honest. That's most of his career. So did you ever? I, don't, to I, don't know. I think there was like one mixtape at one point that I might have listened to, but I, I could be, I could be mixing him up with uh, Bryson Tiller. I'm not, I'm not even. I'm, I'm, it's funny because well, Bryson <laughs> Tiller had they came out around the same time they were compared a lot. Bryson made Trap Soul. I don't know if there's a better Tory Lanez project than Trap Soul, but his first album there was like he has Say It on there, which I really liked. Tory was just like kind of like the remix guy, 
but he put out an album. I forget what the name was. It was like his second or third album. And I thought that album was really good. And I thought, man, Tori's on the upswing. And the swing stopped. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I saw a video clip of him swinging upside down. And that's when I knew I would never listen to anything he ever <laughs> When I saw him <laughs> swinging like a bat <laughs> upside down from a concert, I was like, yeah, now nah, I think I'm going to. And uh, he'd be mm-hmm. acting like Spider-Man at them concerts, gonna, bro. He'd be climbing on top pass. of rafters and shit. Gonna pass on that. I'm not a... I, I, I'm like Antonio. I'm not a Tory Lanez fan. I've never really took the time to listen to any Montez of Montez is mm-hmm. the biggest Tory Lanez fan you know. It was two years ago. That makes, that makes a lot of sense, though. It was Chicks Tape 5. That's the last thing I've ever listened to of his. Yeah, that's not that's too long that. ago. Yeah. But that's the, that's literally the only thing I've ever listened to of his. Like I've I've never like, hey, let me play Lanes. I've, that's never been a thought of mine. Yeah, nobody I know is really like, hey, yo, turn on that Tory Lanes. Like it's very very rare. Half the yeah. time I hear him now, we just kind of joke because he had these bars. Like after the whole when he first we put out his first project after the whole uh, Meg shit happened, it was just really funny listening to the bars and the song. Like because he has this flow where he sounds like he's crying and. He's got it's auto tuned up. And it's coming up like this. It's something like he cried. And it's him, the bars he was spitting were just you it sound he sounded so hurt. He, I don't give a damn if she no jigger. <laughs> I just it's so hurt. You might want to give a little bit of care if you like, no jigger. It's like he had his back against the wall and he was just swinging. This is pretty funny. Oh man. Speaking of, I, I heard a rem I heard a remix recently, because uh, I keep my music on shuffle. And the Dorn remix by Miguel with featuring Wiz Khalifa came on. There's an Adorn and I, remix. And I realized I had not heard I had not heard that remix before. Uh and I after getting done hearing that song, I always come back to how is Wiz Khalifa still around? <laughs> Those bars were so bad. Okay. They were they were Let one me, of the worst I've ever heard. Let me get let me go in my closet real quick. I have a I have a jumbo extra large Wiz Khalifa cape. I need to pull out an iron. Um, <laughs> you, here we go. You do because I'll pull up. I'll pull up the bars. Please don't. I don't. I, trust me. And I want I you to make you. sure. I want you to make sure that you have your cape on tight because these I, lyrics look, are so garbage. Look, man. I trust you. I trust you wholeheartedly. <laughs> no, you, no. you I know. I know you trust me, I but I need you to hear them. <laughs> I need you to hear what this nigga said, and they was like, "Mix it, Your Honor." Irrelevant. <laughs> put it up. <laughs> Miguel was like, "Yeah, irrelevant. we can put this out." Look, man. I mean, so I, I have leave my guy alone. Leave my guy Wiz alone, man. I want you to. I want. I'm gonna read it, and I want you to defend it. Sipping, <laughs> sipping red wine. I roll another one up, but then it's bedtime. <laughs> That's actually not that bad. I thought it was gonna be. No, no, shut going. up! Shut up! Shut up! Take one, take one look at my watch. Yeah, that's real time. Got on a lot on my plate. I'm down to share mine. Keep it real with you. Be honest. I'm trying to feel with you. A, le- a little, a little life. You play your cards right, then I can deal with you. Come on, man. We was this just isn't bad, actually. I, a week ago about these nursery rhyme raps. Hey, no, no, <laughs> no. Nah, don't even try it. Don't even try it. There's wordplays here. There's wordplay. There's metaphor. No. Right. I've heard way worse. From, I know. I'm just saying I've heard way worse from Wiz. So I need you. Like, I don't think this is bad. I'm going to finish. I'm gonna finish I'm, let me finish it out. Let me finish it out. Uh, say you don't like all this money. You peel soon. And you see this shit you're going to be doing. And you know that's that is real. 
That's not even a good structure. No, it's not. That was bad. Yeah, that was, that was bad. <laughs> you, you got your boy fronting the bill, opening doors, buying the chef, closing the store. You don't even got a question. You know what it's for. All I can say is I give you the world, but you know that's yours. Uh. <laughs> but you uh, know that it's that. yours. Black yeah, okay. Line. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, keep going. Go ahead. That's it. That's, it. that's it. That's that's it. No, that was fine. Yeah, no, that was no, really bad bar in there. That was not that bad. You made it seem like this nigga terrible. did like a horrible whiz verse. Like I've heard that bad whiz verses. Verse. That wasn't one of them. You should there's I, whiz verses where I go, come on, whiz. You just you just showed up, huh? <laughs> He just showed up to the studio, didn't you? That uh, but said, that was that not that was said, that bad. Is, he said, "Roll, roll another one up. It's bedtime. Take a look at my watch. Yeah, it's real time." You skipped the line where he rhymed it. Don't do that. You skipped. No, the I mean, sip, okay, sipping red wine. Now that doesn't add a whole lot of levity to roll that. Roll another one up, and then it's bedtime. He's he's giving <laughs> no, you the storyline right in front of you. Add melody to it to make it better. Look, anyway. While you're trying to slander Wiz, that's not even a bad Wiz verse. Wiz is here because he's built a lot of equity in the game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, because if we want to get real, real here, I don't know how real we want to get. You can get real all the way real. That's what the Do the Wrong Thing podcast is. Get wrong. When's the last good Snoop verse you heard? What's the last good Snoop verse I heard? That's a good question. Well, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait I was going to say something, but it was going to be slanderous. Before we even dive into this, are Snoop's lyrical presence in the beginning of his career is way better than what Wiz Khalifa has done prior and now. Are you sure? Yes. I want you to do something for me right now. Okay. I want you to pull up the lyrics to my favorite Snoop Dogg song, which is What's okay. My Name. All right. Pull up the lyrics. I want you to read the second verse of that song. Why did it, why did it give me the song? Google is racist. It gave me the song by China Ann. You know, know the, the fuck, fuck I want you know, you know <laughs> well, that could you could have also wanted Rihanna. That's no, a classic. It didn't, Rihanna even, it didn't even take me there. All right, oh, now what? what what's no, my right, name? What, what, which one? Which one I'm wearing? The second verse. Go ahead, read that out loud. Are you talking about like it's it's like that? As a matter of fact. No, I got you. I'm going to pull them up real quick. But I want while I'm pulling these lyrics up, I want to say, you want to know the, the most random remix I found this week? And I couldn't believe this actually existed, and I died laughing as I listened to it, but it was hard. Okay. There is a wall-to-wall remix with Chris Brown mm-hmm. featuring Jadakiss. <laughs> oh. I don't think I It was that. like the last person I expected to be on <laughs> wall-to-wall. That's why, that's why they won, though. <laughs> yeah. stuff just like that. That's exactly why they won. From yeah, the no, death that, that of the team, back to the block. Snoop Doggy Dog, funky as That's the, the first verse. Went now, so the second verse ass. is, I got you. I got you. It's Went the bow so to the wild. <laughs> Look at him. He going to keep re- <laughs> No, I, I got you. This is the second verse of the song. It's the bow to the wow, creeping mm-hmm. and crawling, mm-hmm. yiggy yes yalling, Snoop Doggy Dogging. Is that a bar? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> In the motherfucking so house, like every day, dropping shit yeah. with my nigga, Mr. Dr. Dre. Like I said, niggas can't fuck with this and niggas can't fuck with that. Shit that I drop, because you know it don't stop. Mr. 187 on the motherfucking cop. These are, this is hard, right? Yes. In the this 90s? Nigga. All right. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> That is this a fantastic said, 90s bar. This nigga, said I stepped, this nigga said, I stepped through the fog 
and I creep through the smog because I'm Snoop Doggy Dog. Okay. He creeps through the fog. They smoking weed. Smog. They live Fam, in LA. No, stop. Oh Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> I just gave I just gave you the dissect version of that verse. What do you want from me? That's stop it. Okay, look. All I'm saying is let's let's call a spade a spade. All right. If you go hold, you're not. <laughs> you gotta call. All, a all I'm a telling spade, you, man. all I'm telling you is that sipping red wine, smoke a blunt now is bedtime is a way worse verse than what you just. Read. I just heard two verses that I would put on the same shelf. <laughs> look Fuck at the you. unbiased we're gonna party. Get, we're gonna get to look you. Unbiased party. <laughs> look, all I'm saying is when you really, when you really go back and, and mostly because here's what I will say: a lot of people, some people know it, some people don't. Snoop freestyled like a lot of doggy style that album. He just freestyled it. I can believe it. Uh, I mean, you don't, not, get, you don't get to uh, Yize by happenstance. You know what I mean? You just stop it. Just it. Comes out the brain. <laughs> but yeah, no, he uh, he he freestyled a lot of that album, and probably from. About ninety-eight on, you can question how much Snoop has written, period. Yeah, so no, I'm, it's, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that Snoop is is a great lyricist, but he does No, make my, my point is you said why is you said why is Wiz still around? It's because everything else about Wiz. He's just a cool ass dude. Like Wiz hasn't put out a crazy good project in a, a few years, but it's his aura, his presence, his personality. That's why he's still here. Same thing, like it, it's not an uncommon thing. I just think you did this because they was in high how uh, the how high two whatever debacle. No, I think oh. it's because Wiz has some really, 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 really good verses and songs and projects, just like just like Snoop does. But it's been a while since you turned on the verse and said, "Whoa!" <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just been a while. I don't, ever, I don't think I've ever said that about a Wiz bar, but I could be wrong. You've never said that about a Wiz verse? No, not a single one. Oh, you are bugging. Yeah, no, and the best wild. project I've liked is Cushion OJ. It's really the only bugging. project I've liked. You're super bugging then. He has hella bars on that project. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I, just one ball <laughs> off the top of my head. He said, I'm a Titan that came up underground like an oiler. You see how layered that shit is? Look, see, man, we're you, not, he, you saw what he's building there. You see what yeah. he built there, nigga? I'm a Titan who came up underground like an oiler. That is a fucking bar. Look, we're not here, we're not here to do the Snoop Dogg uh Wiz Khalifa versus. Oh, here comes we another are, segue. Though, to talk about the Kanye. I read it. I uh, yeah. That was not live. This that was that. That was the that was the Dwayne Wade to uh, LeBron lob <laughs> when Dwayne when Dwayne you. <laughs> Y'all love that shit, bro. <laughs> oh shoot! So there's a lot of talk uh, about Kanye versus Drake versus. There was if 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 you didn't uh, turn on the internet uh, at all this past week, um, there was a very, very fun. I wish I could, I need to find the guy who made it so you can give him some credit. I think it was All Def made it, right? All Def Digital made it? I think they just posted it. I don't think they made it. I don't know if somebody oh, from I All Def made, made it. it. But I, I know they posted it, but there was a very funny animated <laughs> short uh, with Drake um, busting in on Kanye and <laughs> asking him why you ain't released your album. He was like, when you releasing your album? <laughs> so they see- You, you it, better it, not, it, you better fucking not. <laughs> It would be really hilarious if they both re- released at the same time. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be fantastic and happen. hilarious. It'll never happen. It'd be a monumental moment for hip hop because we haven't had anything really like that in a long time. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe since Kanye versus Fifty, I, I don't know. But that like, was the last time that it was like a publicized. Like they basically went out of their way to make it a publicity stunt. Yeah, like you a could go back to thing. when you can go back to when Born Center dropped uh, the same day as Kanye. I think it was Yeezus and Born yeah. Center dropped the same day, and actually yeah. Born Center out, outsold it. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into Yeezus because that could be a whole podcast on its own. But 
Uh, do you did I know you said somebody made a post about it? Is there was there like a yeah list of songs? Somebody that did there? do a list of like forty versus forty songs, and I just want to say they are clearly Kanye West fans because <laughs> this list was like, yo, first of all, the song selection was bad, but second of all, there's no way in hell Drake would win if this if he picked these forty songs to go against Kanye. I I'm, so I'm just giving you that Drake would lose regardless. I, crazy, I don't think okay. I don't think he see to me there are like four maybe five people that cannot lose and I think that's a case where I don't think anybody loses I just think whoever you're a fan of more you will think they won because I don't know I, mean, they, I, I think song selection would come into play and I think Kanye would be a poor selector of songs possibly if they actually did a versus I, I don't know but if you're know. not a I fan mean, of if you're not a fan of Drake you, you yeah you're not gonna you, like the Drake you'd songs make it you'd make it happen yeah if you don't like Kanye you just don't they, like you don't want to pick Kanye because he's he's asshole, whatever. Like the, yeah. the the versus battles that are the best are the ones where each person doesn't actually have twenty like no brainers, but they have like like ten that are like yeah these are the ones, and the these next the ten ones. are like eh, it kind of depends on what it's against. <clears throat> but like those guys have like like those guys can both of them can do like a best of, and it's mm-hmm. like when you can do a best of of your projects, it, it's unless you just pick the worst songs, it's just going to be hit after hit after hit after hit. And then it just, it just goes down to preference and which one you like more. When I saw Drake in concert, this nigga did like a 15 minute segment of his set where all he did was hooks to songs that were hits and didn't perform nothing else. It's crazy that he just did the hooks for like 15 minutes and then said, okay, let's go back to doing songs. And it was, and he, he, he did a two hour show where he didn't even perform all the biggest songs yet. He's been so, making uh, hits uh, since '08. Like it's crazy. It's it's been. I, a- I will. I will. I will say this. Drake. Drake has, a, He tends to put a lot on his albums. Like I don't. I don't know if there's any album that he has that's like condensed. Uh, to like when you say 10. condensed, how many songs? Ten. He doesn't yeah. have anything that's ten songs. Uh, right. That's what I mean. So like, there's a the, lot. The, of, I think the shortest is like fourteen. Yeah, there's a lot of margin of error when it comes to Drake. I think that was one of the biggest criticisms of Scorpion was that there was like, what, 22 tracks? Well, I mean, Kanye used to do the same shit until very, very recently. All Kanye's albums were like 20 songs until very recently. uh, I think the most he did was what, late registration? Was they had like the most Yeah, it's like 22 or 23, but then College Dropout has like 19, right? It's been around like 12, 10. No, Life of Pablo's up there too. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how how many tracks does Life of Pablo have? I thought it was only, I think it's below 20, right? It's below 20, but it's still in the high teens. Like, Drake only has a couple projects that are, I think he only has one that's over 20 songs. I think it's only Scorpion. Uh, it, it, well, that more, well, actually, it, no, Views, more, has, Views more, has 20. Yeah, I was about to say. But More Life is a playlist, and like he said that, so that, that's just like. No, nah, nah, I don't like, fall for that. like album, so we count it. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, I'm with you. What I'm saying is, is that yeah. this isn't like, hey, let me put together some, this is, I'm just going to throw a bunch of songs together. So I don't, but that's he doesn't have as many where it's that like that many. I think it might be only one or two albums. Yeah, Life of Pablo is twenty records, bro. Oh damn! I guess I just uh, wait. Well, yeah. To be fair, those are not all songs. Some of those are skits. Nigga, it's tw- nigga on Life of Pablo. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. It's some not of, a bunch of, them, of skits. Some of them aren't like actual songs. There's one. There's one with Max B talking. Yeah, Silver Surfer, right? That's it. That's the only skit on the project. I mean, do we really count the part one of yes. uh, Father Reese's Plan? <laughs> yes, That's it's, not, a it's like a minute and 20 seconds. Oh my God, the caping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's immaculate. not really, you know what I mean? Like, it's not That's really. immaculate. Nigga, those are songs, all right? All right. 
He performs it in concert. So yes, what, I saw him do it. What's the cutoff what for Drake? So far gone? Is that like the start, the jump point, and then from like there? when he started? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like no, what I'm, would count? Like what like is on the table? Is that like for verses? Yeah. Oh no, he could do comeback season. He could do comeback season and up. Uh, I if mean, he was smart. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there, but I mean, because that would like that means be, you get ransom. I feel like that'd be cheating though. Putting ransom on there? No, I mean just I'm using sure. comeback season. Well, I mean, he's not using the whole project. He could just use ransom. How's that cheating? Was that a, was that an actual studio album? Well, it's a tape. But Kanye, if Kanye made tapes, he could play those too. <laughs> Kanye but, just don't make tapes. But we know Kanye wouldn't use it. He would use stuff from his album. He wouldn't use anything from a well, tape. Dog, it's your whole catalog. This nigga Jada Kiss did a freestyle over. <laughs> what did he freestyle? He did a fucking who shot your freestyle? Who shot nigga, you, nobody yeah. cares. Like it's oh, all yo shit. That, Plus, if you point, if you take that sport, point, if, if Kanye can bring in the things that he's produced. Oh, he can. Nobody's stopping him from that. Oh, playing. shit. Then he loses. Then Drake loses. No, he doesn't. That's not, that's not, no, nigga. Okay, he doesn't. okay well, look. I Dog, was saying, if you tell me he can't put on Jay-Z, Jay Z, any Jay Z song. But listen, but, but, song, but here's the thing. Here, that's here's not going to win. Here's, Every what, here's why they lose. Exactly. And here's why they lose because most of the people who are going to be doing this are going to be people who, like Drake, Drake has the benefit of like the best recall right now because yet we know that he's done a lot of great Jay, Jay songs, but if you play a Jay song right now and then Drake puts out a hit that's more recent, then this is going to ring more for people who are watching. All right, well, let, let me let me just give y'all a taste of what they did on the list side of things, which was really, really bad. Some of these were tough. Some of these weren't tough at all. Like, it, it gets, it runs away from this nigga. So they did Started from the Bottom by Drake versus Dark Fantasy by Kanye. That's a pretty easy point. Yeah. Uh, headlines versus Power, a pretty fucking easy point. That's power, yeah, power all day. Trophies versus cold. Drake gets a point. I'm not giving cold the point over trophies. Did you just not Nonst- like 808? What's up? You don't like 808? You don't like 808 Heartbreak? I love 808's Heartbreak, but I'm not giving cold the, the point. I don't even think it's that. Is that is that uh, the cold we're thinking of? We're thinking of the Theraflu cold record. Oh, if it's Theraflu cold, it definitely wins over. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> the Theraflu cold versus over trophies. Dope, nah, that fam. beat is crazy. The trophies beat is better. Uh, oh <laughs> nonstop versus Mercy. That's a body bag for Ye. Uh, Jumpman versus Niggas in Paris. That's actually closer than I thought, but in my head, I'm like, nigga, they did Niggas in no, Paris 10 times. Niggas on in Paris is um, is a is yeah. a own its own monster. Yeah. Gloucester uh, versus Don't Like Remix. That's an ass whooping. <laughs> Six God versus Black Skinhead. I'm taking Black Skinhead. All Me versus Click. I'm taking All Me. Really? Over Click? Hell yeah. Are you serious? Absolutely. Click everybody, has some of the best bars everybody, all of those artists. No, it doesn't. Big, <laughs> like, Big, Sean, all, Big Sean's Big verse Sean. on All Me is shitting on his verse on Click. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. But that, want, doesn't, that doesn't downplay the fact that his verse on Click is, is phenomenal. It's good. It's not better than the All Me verse. Oh, Drake's okay. verse on All Me is crazy. Two chains I, is cheap on cheap. Nigga, God I bless re- you. I, I respectfully disagree, but continue. <laughs> oh, you are just a you hater. See, but here's the <laughs> thing. See, that, that exactly is what I think would happen. Depending on who you lean towards, you would just, you know. All right, well, here, here's, a, here's a good test. Drake has over versus Kanye doing all day. Who wins? Probably over. Probably, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, I'm being... Yes, over. Uh, I'll choose over. Hell yeah, fucking right versus put on. Hell yeah, fucking right. Yeah. But then it gets ugly again. (laughs) (laughs) They did a horrible job picking some. I think Drake, I gave Drake out of these 40, I gave him like seven wins. Let me just put it like that. It was bad. 
So they so it sounded like they picked whack songs. They did. They either picked whack songs or just put them in whack places. Like they did a lot of songs where I was like, why would you do this? Like, what did they do? They did nice for what versus touch the sky. <laughs> oh no, what? They did no. look alive versus father stretch my hands. Oh, come on now. Now this the only one that I was like, ooh, that is a good matchup was sicko mode versus stronger. And I was like, ooh, that's a good Oh matchup. yeah, that's a that I mean sicko mode is so good. It's really Sickle good. Mode. I think me Sickle personally, so I would lead good. stronger just because of the sample. I'm biased as hell on there. God, Sickle Mode is good, man. Yeah, I, I would Drake, be, Drake, I would be Sickle Drake Mode for me, sure. Make Drake has Drake made me want to listen to Future a little bit. That's how good. <laughs> that's how good that some of them songs are. Uh yeah, but you get the gist. Yeah, the, the the list was really bad as far as the Drake selection of songs. It's 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 really hard to pick bad Kanye songs. You could just only place them in poor places. Yeah, I agree with that. His, his, one that broke, his, you want to know what the one that broke my heart was they did controller <laughs> versus paranoid and i went oh god why would you do this to me <laughs> uh i gotta admit i would i would probably lean towards controller even though i think paranoid is the probably the better song i called it a tie <laughs> i was like you ain't making me vote fuck y'all but i would i, bounce, I would that. i would probably i would enjoy listening to controller more than i would enjoy listening to paranoid Bro, just, I think paranoid just the idea song. of just being no, somewhere yeah. controller a nice cool party on a yeah. summer day yeah a girl with with french braids slow winding mm. drake drake is drake is such a is such a fucking oddity because he's like he makes songs that you don't you don't feel comfortable liking <laughs> like public places like you don't want to like, I don't want to feel good bouncing the controller. Why not? Oh, shit. Like, I'll be I don't in the know. Why not? I don't want to like that song. Two-stepping in the real. You tripping. You know why? Because you know why? LA has like bricks song in that trunk. would come from like a Jason Derulo. <laughs> and nah. I wouldn't listen to a Jason Derulo song. But that's you the kind of song I feel like that trunk. is. That's why. But I don't. I don't know. But like, it, it hits. I can't. I can't deny that. That's it. see. That was a. That was a tweet. I remember. Control. I remember when when button when button um dropped those disses. And by the way, I think I think nasty. he has. I think he has the best Drake. The best Drake disses. But the oh problem. Oh my god. He the, went at Drake's head. But here's a. Pro- but here's a. Here's a problem. Is that almost nobody who's a Drake fan cares? And I want to say no. He didn't. He doesn't have the fan base. That's why. That's why he gave up. I want to say it dropped around like it was like a holiday. And then one guy tweeted, he was like, nobody's going to care about this tomorrow. Everybody's going to be two stepping to to uh, to uh, what was it? What, what, one dance or, you know, yeah. oh, like God nobody's going to care about this tomorrow. Like tomorrow yeah. we're going to be out there grooving because nobody wants to play Joe Button at the barbecue. You know, and <laughs> no, where like, he <laughs> fucked up was he didn't let the record come out first so that people could have heard that he dissed him first. Yeah. Because it just yeah. seemed like he was just the old man angry, rapping his ass off for like these, he dropped like three, five plus minute songs, but he was going in. And a lot of the stuff that <laughs> T Pusha T said, Budden said it. Yep. Yeah. So it was just, you know, Ooh, I felt bad push, for Budden. But Drake is, too, Drake is one of those people who he's, he's all. reached the untouchable status. Like there's really not much you can do to him. No, I think that's true. Uh, there's not much. I mean, if you can't get him on blackface and uh, abandon his son <laughs> from the public eye, I don't know what else you can really do. There's not much else. He literally put out a video of him handing out money to people. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> the The reverse of that video is so funny. When people do the clip, they reversed it where he's oh, like yeah. taking, he's the taking money, money away. away. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Is, funny. I've never seen that. that it's is so funny. funny. It's like him hugging him, like it's all right, but I gotta take this. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking the money, the stats of money away. It's so fucking. Oh funny. man! So I heard 
and this is this is all speculation, slander, allegations. I was on the on the chatty house uh, one time, very early early days of the chatty house, and these girls from Canada were basically saying that Drake still pays. He pays someone to go find women, and then pays them for whatever activities they would like to have, and it That's boggled called- my mind. That's called ninety five percent of the industry. So that's actually that's, pretty. That's pretty smart, actually. That's pretty standard shit. Yeah. It's just, I, I just find it wild that Drake is like uh, ten thousand. We call it one hundred percent because then now you know you know who's coming yeah. through. They're verified. You don't have to worry about some mm-hmm. allegation coming up five years down the line. Yeah, like all the yeah. all the major major names do that shit. That's why they're that's why Superhead was so popular in her time because niggas knew what it. She knew what it was. She wasn't gonna cause nothing, and she was gonna do her shit and dip. Super this, regu- this is regular. Too bad PJ Tucker didn't get that memo. <laughs> let's all let's all have let's all have a, like a, a quick two second moment of silence for PJ Tucker. You mean PJ Washington? Yeah. Oh shoot, yeah. I'm sorry, PJ Washington. Nah, I'm not giving him no two. It's his fault. He knew she. Hey, was nah, free. hey, come on, man. He, he was knew, like 18 look, when she got with him. Fam, look, he knew it, she was you know, in the streets. He was young, nigga, at 18, you and, ain't thinking lo- straight. He he Antonio. grew. That means he grew up on the web, so he knows exactly who that is. But Antonio. it's Brittany Renner, bro, and you know who, exactly who that is. But Wait, it's Brittany Renner, bro. Okay, no, 18. and I understand that, but I'm just saying you have to know what's coming with that. Like you but know, she that. probably sold him a dream, nigga. She yeah. got him. She got yeah. What you wanted to do? Man. I still Look, feel man. for the nigga, like paying 200k a month. But no. I, I hear, I hear that number was was exaggerated. I hear it's, it's probably not even make 200k a month, so I would hope not. Yo, look, he was young, he was dumb, and he exited his cum into the wrong one. So wow. that's how <laughs> wow. that's just how it ended up going for him. Unfortunately, he got caught, he got jammed up. What was so bad though is, you know, there's video evidence of her basically saying that <laughs> I'm gonna do this. <laughs> this is how you do it. And he, she did yeah. it. Bring so I mean there was a time though when shout I was out like, to her. Hey, really, really <laughs> shout out to her for knowing the game, playing the game better than Yeah. And then she slowly but surely divulged her crazy. So you know, that shit she said, like, she would have videos where she was like, I'm crazy. You oh, no, this is what I'm talking about crazy. before that shit happened. Before that's where <laughs> she would just be, like, posting videos of her playing soccer and shit and being real chill. She was in a relationship at that time. It just seemed like, damn, Brittany Renner, one of them one. She good. And then, <laughs> the crazy came out. <laughs> Fooled you all. Real Colin, smooth. Colin, Colin Kaepernick had the code. Took a knee Colin Kaepernick was like, oh, no, get, this, get her out of here. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick Remember how she tried to phone. shame that man for sending her away? He knew what was up. Yeah, no, he, played, he knew he knew he could not he, he could not be out there kneeling with her at, uh, her at his side. Oh no, she would have been kneeling on his matter narrative. <laughs> she would have been kneeling on his game checks. No, get out of here. <laughs> the sneak his sneaker would have had her face in the corner. It would have been bad. It would have had half of his face because she took the other half. Oh lord, Whew. half a check mark on there. Oh man, that's that's sad. I'm I'm sad for him. But shout out to her if she won. You know what I mean? What you gonna do? Sometimes you play sometimes people play checkers, some people play chess. You know, some people are just better than you at that. I don't really uh I don't know how to feel about it. Uh but this Drake Kanye uh versus I if it was me, if I was a betting man, if this ever was to come forward, which I don't believe it will, but if it ever have, I think Kanye would win, hands down. By at least ten songs. If it's out of forty, I believe he wins by ten. It wouldn't be forty though, it'd be twenty. That's why I don't I, think I, but even... that's the thing though. They could do forty. I'm not if 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 they did if they scaled it to twenty, that's a lot to do, man. I think he wins by five. I think especially if they the amount of records they have. No, no, no. I know that, but I'm saying that's why it has to be twenty. Because we if we just let them just keep going, we'll be here for like six hours. 
Like it has. We did that with Earth, Wind, and Fire. It has to be cast, but that's more like that's more like nostalgia. We just have out here grooving, two stepping to everybody. But it's like with the new, with if they're doing that format the way that they are, where they're giving each side like five minutes, like man, we we'd be out there all day because they both have enough to go for a long time. That shit would have so many viewers though, bro. It would. It would be the highest by far. You know what's crazy? Let's see. And this is God rest the dead. This is when I knew, like, you're never going to get an unbiased winner because there were people on my timeline who were saying that DMX beat Snoop. So that'll just, that just lets you know right there. We're going to have to get in DMX. DMX to death. Uh, we're going to have to get in DMX a little bit later in the, in the episode. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> but uh, to move from, from uh, hip-hop beef over to cow beef, uh, Sweetie just got herself a sandwich. Apparently now the big thing is just get yourself a sandwich at a fast food restaurant and kill more. No, breakfast. McDonald's <laughs> handing out these bags to these urban artists because they they want that urban money. That's why. That's what they, I mean. They it's did so... it with Travis Scott. They did it with Jay Balvin. You see, they ain't done a fucking Garth Brooks meal. Yeah, no, that that see. Okay, now we're getting into the, to the shit that I want to talk about because it seems very uh, uh, pinpoint piloted, purposeful. And it's just like because when the Travis don't get. Let me preface it by saying this: I'm never mad at black people getting money. Let me preface it by saying that. Never. But it seems very odd that McDonald's, who's been... Uh, you remember when McDonald's did 365 Black? Y'all remember that? <laughs> those commercials no. used to... Those, those commercials used to piss me off. Because they would come in with like an African beat. Wait. Did somebody say McDonald's? <laughs> I'm just like, yo! What? Somebody turn... Fix this! <laughs> Nobody sees what's wrong with this. But look, I will I will say this, and this is me being the an advocate for the devil. <laughs> like if you you if you picked Garth Brooks, like you'd have like no sales. Cause I think I mean, that's, sure? I mean that's primarily their base anyway. But Every, I mean, but, what I'm saying is is that like <clears throat> like the Travis the Travis reach, just use him for example, is like massive and it's a lot more than just black people. So I he, know. I mean I feel like know, the Travis Scott Mill gets it, more it just so happens that black artists are the more popular artists. So they're the ones to go after. Like what white artists do you go after that's gonna have the same reach? Jack Harlow. Yeah, I was that's probably Jack it. That's pro- yeah. That's probably it. I can't think of anybody else. Post Malone, oh, man. hit him. Yes, he's not a hip hop artist. Remember, he's not. He says he's but not. You but, post, he, but you can get post. But you can get post. But I'll say, I'll tell you one thing. Motley Crue, go to fuck up though. That's my <laughs> shit, man. I'm not a post fan. I'm not. I don't get mad at nobody who don't fuck with Post Malone because I know we're just we're about an album away from from him just being a country it's singer. It's not. It's not. It's it's not my style. But I totally understand. <laughs> but you know what? I feel the same way about the weekend. I'm not a big weekend guy. Wow. Well, I think. Well, but I 100. Mean, but here's it. I 100. I I understand his style and why people love it. So the weekend, we so the weekend sings about cocaine so masterfully and beautifully. I, I've really never does. done it, but I imagine that he he makes it sound wonderful. He so <laughs> he eloquently says, amazing. "I'm gonna slut you out and, and your best friend." It's beautiful. No, it he's, really he's one of those ones where like I, I I don't really listen to him, but I will defend like I'll defend him because I think he has so he many. Had, songs he had one of the best albums. Last year. Very few you? albums I love. Yes, like, yeah, but he has so you know many what? songs that I love. You know what? That's probably a good. That's probably a good way to put it. I, like, love, I don't I love really love a lot of his albums. Like, I feel like they start strong and then they kind of fall off, or they'll just, you know. Uh, Yo, but... that song tell tell uh, tell your friends about me. Tell your friends, oh my god, that's produced by Kanye. It's crazy. It's so good. I remember one time I told I was playing it uh, with somebody, and he was like, "Man, what the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Man, it's the weekend." It's tell your friends. He was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Man, you need to listen to it." He 
came back like a couple of days later. He was like, yo, I was at the club. And that came on. He was like, you was right. <laughs> he was like, that makes you feel like you were the flyest shit. It's like, tell, tell you what, you turn that on, you were the coolest person in the room. But that's one of my favorite <laughs> nighttime cruising songs. Is tell oh, you my friends. God. It just feels amazing. You feel like you could just do anything when you listen to that song. It's so good. I really enjoyed his last album, too. It's really nice. Um, but back on this uh, Sweetie Cow Beef McDonald's Sweetie. Sweet, what's Sweetie Meal called? Sweetie? It's called the, it's called the Sweetie Meal. <laughs> it's, it's called it's, the, well, you can remix the food and put like sauce on top of the shit, like sweet and sour sauce on the bun, or like put chicken nuggets in the bun. It's and then put the sweet and sour on the Big Mac. It's <sighs> it's just a ghetto ass meal. <laughs> it's a re- it's a regular meal, but like, hey, you can remix it and do stuff. You just make it ghetto. Yeah. Like I just really you do. know what I feel bad for. I feel bad for the McDonald's workers because. Who got to put sweet and sour sauce? Yeah, on you know what I mean. This is like, just they just got to do gross shit all the time for us fat fucks. <laughs> Sweetie's just in there <laughs> for a day, and she's like, "Yeah, now you got to do this. <laughs> you got to do this now. You got to put chicken nuggets on a burger." Now I'll do that on my own time, <laughs> but I don't want Steve do, on the fries to have to fucking put chicken nuggets on my burger. I don't want him to have to deal with that <laughs> terribleness. <laughs> That's for me. That's for me to do on my own. I would hate. I would hate to have somebody back there be like, "Oh yeah, they want the sweetie meal, but they want they want the Szechuan sauce on there." It's like we don't even have that shit. You know, you gotta find it. That's what they want. <laughs> they want the Szechuan sauce all over it. You have to find it. Go in the back. Call Ronald McDonald. Nigga, are y'all, are y'all heavy not. breathing? What's going on? I don't know. We're waiting. <laughs> Was that it? Were you going to ask us a question? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Hold on. Oh, no. I t- <laughs> Y'all scared me. I thought I, I, thought I was alone. <laughs> nah, sorry. I was watching this spider crawl across the floor, like, so casually. Like, I wouldn't 86 this nigga's whole existence. Mm. <laughs> Turned into an indie movie just now? Just your whole existence passed <laughs> while you was watching this spider crawl? No, I was watching the spider like, hey, yo, my nigga, you know what this is? You know where you at, my nigga? You know what happened? Let's get into uh, one of our, our favorite segments. Um, but before I do, Antonio, do you have a uh, a thing for your segment? Because I, I I held you off to the end, and, oh, I, and I don't want to make sure I don't do that. Oh snap! I am unprepared. Oh my god! I'm unprepared. Let me find one. Well, I'll get one before the end of the episode. Okay. Well, everybody, I think you know what time it is. It's entertainment time. It's entertainment time. It's entertainment time. So uh, me and Cam uh, knew the assignment and watched uh, things. Antonio, for whatever reason, wants to have a happy family and live his life and enjoy his children and send them off to school prepared for some dumb fucking reason. I don't know why School is <laughs> he's <the> doing <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know why he's out here raising black kings. Like it's his job. It's so fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Basketball or crack, nigga. That's it. <laughs> me and Cam spent the better part. Of, me and Cam spent the better part of our fucking time watching Woodstock '99, a documentary that you can find on HBO Max. We're not being paid for that. Uh, Cam, you're the one who brought this uh, doc to my attention. So, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us the overview of what what we can find in it? So for those of you who are not familiar, because this happened when many of us were still kids or some of us who probably are listening to this podcast might not have even been fucking born. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you are very familiar with hopefully you are familiar with what Woodstock is It was one of the first really big festivals that happened 
uh, back in 1969. It's a really big cultural moment. Peace, love, positive, you know, all that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So in 1994, they did it again. The same people who did the first Woodstock did a Woodstock in 94. And then they decided to follow it up and they decided they wanted to do it every five years, make it sequential to cater to the kids who were just getting out of high school, about to go to college or in college, whatever. So they can have their own Woodstock. And they decided to do Woodstock 1990. They decided to do Woodstock 99. So Woodstock 99 was a bit of a fucking train wreck. And this documentary discusses all that and goes over it. But it does a good job of breaking down in what and how many different ways it was a train wreck and a failure to humanity as a whole. (laughs) And also discusses how we need to stop romanticizing Woodstock the festival and in general festivals themselves. And also the the duality of when white people fuck shit up mm, as compared yeah, to when that part. other we're ethnic definitely, groups we're definitely gonna talk about that. fuck shit up. So it's it's a great, great documentary. It's on HBO Max right now. It was done by The Ringer. You get a lot of different viewpoints, some from artists who performed, uh, some from people who were there interviewing people, actual concert goers. So you get a lot, and you get from the actual creators of Woodstock themselves basically defending their side of things. So it's a great documentary. I, I recommend it heavily. I've watched it twice. That's great. Uh, so in the in the doc, it kind of tells you the history of Woodstock, where it began, um, and how people's remembrance of it is from the movie uh, documentary Woodstock, where it kind of highlighted the joys of that experience, right? But they didn't really talk about, you know, the the ills of Woodstock when it originally happened. Right. Everybody got like the the great scene of um, Jimi Hendrix lighting his guitar on fire. Right. That's the the moment a lot of people took away uh, along with the other acts. But that was one of the most famous scenes from it. Uh, and then they do it again. And uh, they have one in 94. Well, they had one before that, but 94 uh, they had one. And then they decided to do it again in 99. And this 99 one, you could really tell that the people who set it up either highly underestimated what was going to happen or had such a lack of vision that they just didn't care as long as they got paid. And I'm not quite sure where I fall on the spectrum, but listening to, uh, let me see if I can find um, the guy that was involved, the one of the promoters, what was that guy's name? Because it was two men. Oh, uh, Michael Lang, and uh, which who? <laughs> it's funny too because Michael Lang seemed like he was really the the front runner, but it was really the other guy, that, that balding they, uh, guy who was a most. total douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that no, guy. I, I think that's why name. he got. I think he got put in the front just because <laughs> he said a lot of wild shit. Yeah, he was <laughs> he, he was, was taking the bullets because he was saying dumb shit. Yeah, he was he was. Like he blamed uh, the girls for getting like molested and raped and stuff like so, that. So yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that you, a lot of the peace and love and free shit with the, with Woodstock was popularized, and it was the a lot of women and honestly it, dudes at Woodstock too would be walking around. The original Woodstock would be naked and just painting their bodies and just free love and expression. And so a lot of people at ninety four and a lot of people at ninety nine, you have a lot of women walking around topless, a lot of women walking around, some even being naked. And yeah, there was a lot naked. of full on nude. And there was a lot of reports of sexual harassment, groping, actual uh, sexual assaults and rapes that happened. 
at Woodstock 99. And one of the heads of Woodstock felt it was apropos to say on this documentary that while it was horrible that it happened, these women should have been more cognizant of the fact that since they were walking around naked, that was a possibility. So, I mean, they should have known better. Yeah. He was basically saying that the dudes have a light at a license essentially to go ahead and yeah, rub like up, fill up, take the dick out, put it inside the woman on purpose because they was walking around naked. It was kind of wild. I was just like, yo, do you not realize <laughs> what you just said? Also, it was actually kind of cool to see some of the acts then uh, having because uh, being that we're all in the Internet age. And it's 2021 and everything is very, you know, what they say, like woke culture and PC this and PC that. It was very interesting to see in 99 uh, groups. Um, what were, I can't remember the guy's name now or the band's name, but he came out on stage. He was like, yo, I see some of y'all out here, um, you know, filling up on these women. Y'all, you know, cut it out. You know what I mean? And then the guy, I think from... Uh, Metallica called out some dudes. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, that's yeah. It was the cool. lead He's singer like, from uh, from The Offspring. It's really funny that The Offspring is a band that I don't really fuck with that much, but they're like at the forefront. Like that that dude, the singer from Offspring, has like a fucking a master's degree in like uh like bio like biology or something like that, molecular wow. biology or some shit. And they're just they're all and his partner, his his bandmate was wearing a Black Lives Matter t shirt in. The, yeah, the I saw that. Like, I was just, like, they've been they've been yeah. down for the cause for a while. It seems like. Um, but no, there, and I don't want to take too much away from the documentary so you guys can enjoy it on your own, but there is, there is one thing I need to, to point out T- technically too. The first thing is in the doc, uh, there is a moment where, uh, shit and mud become one. And these, <laughs> the way you say, I'm sorry to funny. say the majority of people that are there were white, young men. Yep. It was, it was a lot of white people in general, but it was mostly white young men. And these white people were rolling around in shit and mud with okay, no I want to I want to be <laughs> no I real be way to clean themselves. Okay, now well, as we all know, recently <laughs> some people have come out and said that showering is not really you know head head of head required. Of <laughs> so all I'm saying is that. There's a history. History is not very being very kind. Here's what I will say: at the original Woodstock, a lot of white people were like in the mud, and they were so free and having fun. It's actually a joke on the Office too about that uh, by Creed saying that you know, back in my day, you know, be a lot of concerts to be like a lot of having sex with a lot of women in the mud rolling around, and it's possible a man slipped in there. There's no way of knowing, Uh, (laughs) but. The what happened was the basically the septic tanks blew at this event, so a lot of like the sewage ran into the mud. So people just assumed they were jumping around in mud. But I mean, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, you could smell jumping in shitty mud. You can smell nasty shit because they showed them literally (laughs) diving, like head first, head first diving. And I th- but see that There's didn't no even gross me out as much as the fact that the areas that were supposed to be for free water, people started bathing in them. Yeah, that was nasty. That was like, super nasty. With soap and shit. Like, bitch, I'll beat the... Alright, anyway. <laughs> watch the documentary. It's really fucking good. It really And it really takes you back to that time of music and lets you capture that moment of what music was like in the like last, 1999. The last thing I need to talk about is... And I don't know how I, I, this completely missed me. DMX had a whole sea of white folks just say nigga 
over well, and over. Well, that that set that set is very popular. And whenever you're on Twitter, whenever they talk about the greatness of DMX, they'll play the him doing uh, Rough Riders Anthem at that festival because yeah. the crowd goes crazy. But they definitely don't talk about when he performed My Niggas and the whole crowd of white people were in just enthralled and chanting My Niggas <laughs> during the, the song. And it's so wild because although it was not exclusively white people that was there. It was right? it was like 85% white people at Woodstock. Man. Yeah, and it just like... If not more. And, and, they, and they touch on it in the doc too of like, what if you came up with your you came you drove together with your white friend and he is just at the top of his lungs, <laughs> nigga. Like yo, <laughs> he's just waiting for the beat to drop. Some niggas that you don't want to try, my niggas. <laughs> like just hype as hell to say niggas. And these are the same folks that like enjoyed Fred Durst. When what a what a time that dog. I was thinking like, I was so embarrassed Fred Durst. To, to remember how big of a Limp Biscuit fan I was at that age. Like yeah, I'm embarrassed for you. I can't believe you. I was a big Limp Biscuit fan, bro. Especially when I was hearing those lyrics, I was like, wow, no. When Chocolate like, Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavor Water came out, <laughs> took the school over, dog. You had you had a deep level of angst that I just never achieved. <laughs> Uh, here's here's what I will say. I will stand up for the musicianship of uh, Limp Bizkit outside of Fred Durst. Like the actual instrumentation, they're really good instruments. But Fred Durst is just his it's lyrics and his voice. It just really didn't. It was well the worst. They, I love I love the quick cuts to Diddy trying to act like he's having a good time. Like he cared. Well, because <laughs> at that time, like I mean, Snoop had a record with them. Fucking Method Man yeah. had a record with them. Like they they were getting those plugs. Like so. Yeah. No. The, yeah, they the, had the that hip hop. gets. The doc does a very good deep dive. I, I highly, I would highly recommend watching it, including you, Antonio. If you stop raising your goddamn children like, like you need to be doing, you know what I mean. Stop doing that. Um, yeah, He's no. That's with being a good father, nigga. Get a it's hobby. ridiculous. Damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. He's really out here, on, man. Little niggas being ain't a, going nowhere. Being a loyal husband, man, not man. sending dick pics. This is loving really your wife. You, think you know what I'm saying? It. Like you, you really putting a black eye on our future sponsorships for this podcast. I really can't fucking stand the fact that your oh, child man. will most likely graduate with honors. It really sickens me. Man, I want to see some children left behind, nigga. Come on, man. <laughs> shit. My God, probably knows man. math equations already. Hey, yo, give, really, give him this red bandana. Put it to put in his his lunchbox. We're gonna start him early. <laughs> I don't think he would even know what to do with that. He's like mad corny. Like I'm a little. Worried. I don't. I don't know what to do I'm with a, my rag. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried, actually. Oh man, <laughs> he's not gonna know which side to put it on. He better yeah, learn. That's important. <laughs> you better learn quick. That is important. Once you once you get that first, where you from? It all goes downhill from there. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not. I don't think he'll get that in Rialto. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as worried about that happening out here. Yeah, you might be safe. You could be safe. Um. What what else did you guys Antonio? What did you watch? What did you watch recently? Because I know you you just out here doing things. Man, what did I watch recently? I don't, I don't. I really haven't watched anything new recently. Ever since those two those movies. Oh, I guess. I mean, well, yeah, all you really yeah, needed yeah, to see was the Green Knight, and that's really that fulfilled your whole whole bucket, <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, I had in a in like a three day span, I had watched that old and um, uh, Suicide Squad, so. No, I asked, filled, filled your quota. Uh, well, me and Cam also watched The Malice in the Palace. Well, I watched parts Cam, of it. I haven't finished the whole thing, but I watched parts. Well, of it. then, 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 shut up. All right, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. What parts? How far did you get? I don't know. Not, not too long in, but I mean, I've I've heard this story told a million times, so I'm I'm already pretty familiar with what happened. 
because there's no last all dance the all the sure. parts all the parts of all the parties involved have talked about it extensively yeah it's no last dance by any stretch yeah they really made it seem like uh they really made it seem like this was gonna be unearth some shit that we had never heard or seen before but it really didn't yeah no it, it, it's entertaining it, but yeah it, it started it started off grand granular and then it kind of ended kind of like oh well they kept doing the whole if you that. saw all the footage you'd understand if you saw all the footage you no, it's the same thing my nigga There's nothing <laughs> new to it. they showed they would that that shit's funny it was like you should see all the footage frame by frame and then they showed us like grainy <laughs> footage where i can't yeah. even see faces <laughs> it's like well i still can't see what's happening i can barely see the bottle flying <laughs> I barely yeah, you can't tell if it's a going. cup. It looked like a, a regular plastic cup, a bottle, a can. You don't know the flu. But I mean, I had already it. seen the Ron Artest documentary that was really, really good. I want to say it was through Showtime. It might have been. Uh, that was really, really good. And it actually did a really deep dive on this. And it goes into him actually, rec- he's reconciled with the guy who threw the cup. And it goes oh, into really? all that. Yeah, so that and it also has Jermaine O'Neal on there saying, "Man, I don't fuck with Ron Artest." Yeah, him, 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 and him and um, Stacks, Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson's a little bit more over it than Jermaine O'Neal, and for good reason because Jermaine O'Neal, that really was. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, (laughs) because we kind of went off on a tangent, we did. This documentary focuses on November nineteenth, two thousand and four, the Indiana Pacers. We're playing against the Detroit Pistons in a regular season game. These two had a heated rivalry dating back to the previous postseason when the Pistons beat the Pacers in six games. Going into that season, though, it was very early in the season. I want to say it was like the ninth or tenth game. The Pacers were like seven and two, and it was pretty much felt that they were the best team in basketball at that point. Ron Artest was playing like an MVP, which is really crazy to say, but he was really fucking good at the time. Jermaine O'Neal is one of the best interior defender scorers in the game. They just got Steven Jackson, who's crazy, but a great shooter. And they still have Reggie Miller. They're trying to get Reggie Miller that ring. They're trying to get him that ring before he goes out. This is like year 18 for him. And it looks like they, they go into Detroit, they play against the Pistons, and they honestly, they dog walk these niggas for most of the game. I remember watching this. I remember watching yeah. this on ESPN. And they were up by like double digits, which makes no sense why they were even in the game at this point. But at this point, Ron Artest is still in the game. Steven Jackson is still in the game. And there's like two minutes to go. Ron Artest had just gotten fouled pretty hard uh, a few minutes earlier by Ben Wallace. They let it slide. They didn't call it. So down the court in the last two minutes, Ben Wallace is about to go up and he gives a hard foul to Ben Wallace. And it turns into a whole big thing. Ben Wallace was trying to fight him. They got to separate everybody. And Ron Artest lays across the scorer's table. And at this point, this is one thing they spoke on that was good to point out. Since it was a ass whooping, a lot of the regular season ticket holders, just people with more decency and common sense had gone. So all the people <laughs> in the rafters had come down, the cheap seats, the drunk people, like the people who are reckless and wild, they had come down lower. So Ron Artest is laying across the scores table. Ben Wallace is like throwing his headbands at him, throwing shit at him. So the crowd's getting pretty amped up. And out of nowhere, a beverage flies and hits Ron Artest square in the chest, chin area. And Ron Artest sprints into the stands. And unfortunately for the guy, he attacks, attacks the guy who didn't throw anything. He didn't yeah. hit him yet. As a matter of fact, before Ron Artest even threw a punch, the guy who actually threw the drink is hitting Ron Artest in the face from behind him. Yeah, Steven Jackson then runs up like I gotta be honest, this is real nigga behavior. It <laughs> really was. Jackson, I, I, I gotta admit, when I, when I when I saw it, I was like, hell yeah, nigga, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, Steven Jackson runs into the stands and immediately starts throwing punches at people for trying to jump Ron Artest, and it's it's just it becomes a melee and a brawl. 
Now, once they get out of there, fans are starting to get onto the court. Ron Artest starts fighting a fan on the court who approaches him with his fist balled up. One guy was looking like he was going to approach, and this nigga, Jermaine O'Neal, does a fucking sub-zero ice slide across the floor because it was wet <laughs> and hits this nigga in the face. It's a nasty Slept situation. Homie. Fans started oh, to pull shit. the chairs up in the stadium and throw them onto the court. It was a nasty, nasty situation, and it led to a lot of the shit we see in the NBA still to this day. The dress code. Well, the dress code's actually super lax now, but the dress code at the time was major. They wanted to get rid of this quote unquote thug image, which I fucking hated them even using oh, that word. Man. So that, that really pissed me off uh, seeing those those it clips. Did. It, it was it was it, really annoying. Cause those, none none of those people ever came back to be like, Oh man, our bad. You know Raci- what I mean? Like some yeah, of the same people that we yeah. look at today on ESPN. Racism. Are, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those narratives never got back and were like, oh, we made a mistake. But Ron Artest, as a result, because of the the pressure of what happened. He was fined like $5 million and suspended for the entirety of that season. Jermaine O'Neal got 25 games, even though he would appeal and get it reduced. Steven Jackson got like 20 games or something like that. And at that point, they knew our best chance to win it all for Reggie Miller had ended. So Reggie Miller basically said, this is going to be my last season. He retires. Ron Artest then says, requests a trade after after that season. I believe after that year, he went to the The Kings. No, he didn't. He went to the Kings, I think. And then he went to the Rockets, and then he went to the Lakers. Then the Lakers, yeah. Yeah, so he he did request... I, I think I'm skipping a team, too, in the middle of that. I don't think he went directly to the Kings, but he did request a trade after that. He got shipped out. And uh, basically, the Jermaine O'Neal never forgave him. Steven Jackson's a what... He don't... That nigga don't really care. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> But it's it's a very it's interesting if you don't know that story to watch that documentary, see how it all unfolds. I didn't know Ben Wallace had lost his brother recently before that. That I did not know. So that yeah. might have played a role in his anger level. It also uh, could have been that was getting the ass whooped. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it is it is kind of sad when you look back on it because Reggie Miller, that might have been a year that they had a, a really solid opportunity. Cause who won that year? The uh Spurs, right? In 05? Yeah. Or that was 04, 05, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the Spurs. Spurs won that year, right? Yeah. That was one of the most boring finals ever. That was the Pistons and the Spurs went seven games. A a lot of 80-point finishes and scoring. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty boring. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, based on the finals that year, I mean, they kind of had a point. They probably could have won it. Um, So, yeah, that is kind of sad. And, I mean, uh, to Jermaine O'Neal's point, you see somebody who who, uh, ultimately, you know, and – there's a lot of nuance to this, but ultimately, in his eyes, Ron Artest, aka Meta World Peace, uh, kind of fucked his career up. And then you see him win, you know, championship with the Lakers. I could, I can see how you would hold a grudge for a long time for that. Still, to this oh, day. absolutely. I will say, at least kudos to Ron Artest for at least owning. Yeah, he admitted. Exactly. Yeah, I was, I was a coward. It immediately. But he had a lot of shit. He was crazy, bro. Yeah, he, went, he even tried he went, to say, "I want to take more time oh, yeah. away. I want to leave," and they said no. So it's not like he wasn't like I'm I'm crazy and I don't think I'm crazy. He knew he was crazy. It's crazy. And I also too, just want to say his level of athleticism, because I've I've met Ron Artest. Uh Ron Artest is a rapper now as Metal World Peace. And he's still rapping? Yeah, he still raps. I've I've done no I've, I've hosted I was shows. Like, where I, he's I remember a when he unlocked that memory when he said it was like my album's coming. I was like, oh my god, I forgot Ron Yeah, Ron no, he's I I hosted a show where he like where he was rapping. He does a lot of shows in the LA area where he still raps as a headliner. And I remember him coming up to me and as I was since I was the host and I was introducing him and he was like, Hey bro, could you not like mention anything about me being a basketball player? And in my head I'm like, nigga, that's why they're here. <laughs> but <laughs> 
well, I'm not gonna tell the nigga who started Malice of the Palace. Right, yeah. <laughs> that type of shit. So I'm like, yeah, of course, man. Of course. A very large male. Yes, sir. He's not as big as I thought he was gonna be. What is he like? But, six eight, six? No. He's not even that he's not that tall? No. I thought Ronald Chester, I thought he was gonna be a lot larger of a human being and he wasn't. And he was at one of the most recent Dodger games I was at. Ronald Chess was there. Hmm. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice as hell. Yeah. Shout out shout out to those brothers. Yeah, man. they say he's six seven. I didn't I didn't get that vibe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that six seven vibe. I got the I'll kill you vibe. But I didn't get the yeah. six seven vibe. That, he's, yeah, he's, he's cool though. He's real nice. I mean, Meta, I'm gonna call him by what he what he's legally called now. Meta World Peace seems like the kind of I guy. I think that he changed his name back, bro. <laughs> on Wikipedia. Oh my god. And change and update it constantly to whatever size he thinks he think he thinks he is. Yeah, no, great, great documentary. Uh, two very good documentaries. One on H, one on HBO Max. One is on Netflix. The Mouse in the Palace doc is on Netflix. Uh, definitely an enjoyable watch. If you don't know about that situation and about how the NBA basically, a lot of people use it to try to weaponize, basically how people look down on the NBA because at, the, at that moment, especially, it was really a, a level of free reign and expression for urban kids. Yeah, in urban America to really like the tattoos and the braids and jewelry and the clothing. And it was a way of really expressing themselves. And because white America can't relate to that, they want to try to look at it in as negative light as possible. So instead of looking at like how people don't know how to behave and act and they think they can do whatever they want just because they buy a ticket to a game or a show, instead of looking at it that way and thinking if none of this ever happens, if some idiot doesn't throw a cup and then go on TV to brag about it later and say he doesn't even feel bad that the person next to him got beat up for it. That's yeah. that's the type. That's okay because of these thugs, quote unquote, these entitled brat athletes who said you're not going to throw stuff on me and just get away with it. Racism. Because no one should just be Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely Oof. racist. <laughs> so much of it. <laughs> but even then, like there's they even do they do this to white athletes too. I will say that. Like they you can't you're not allowed to complain. You're not allowed to say somebody can't say that to me. You're not allowed to do that because you're you make millions of dollars. So there, I'm allowed to verbally and physically deject you if need be, because I pay for this ticket and I'm from Tampa. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, Malice in the Palace, great documentary, a lot of brutality. Um, speaking of brutality, oh yeah, Captain Carter on what if? Swinging. Captain Carter on what if kills a lot of people. So if you haven't seen the Yo. first episode of it, <laughs> on Disney Plus, <laughs> Captain Carter murders. Hundreds of people. <laughs> I was watching and that like, and I am hey, here for it. <laughs> they are falling here from for the it. sky. I love it. Did you watch uh, What If, Antonio? Yeah. Okay. Oh, finally, something he can contribute on. Uh, Captain Carter threw her shield eight miles <laughs> from where she was from a top up trajectory <laughs> and then came and murdered <laughs> the entire squad with a smile on her face. And I said, she was throwing niggas out of planes in midair. <laughs> Just like, you good. No, Fly, nigga. the way she smashed that cockpit up, I said, and then just damn. smashed the cockpit, hit him in the face, and the plane just started falling, and she just floated back up. <laughs> I said, like, oh, I'm no, good. that nigga's dead. That nigga's dead. Uh, is is it is the is a lot of murder for a first episode, but I'm here for it. It was great. I love the animation <laughs> what if murder style. Was cool, basically. <laughs> I love the animation style. I like the switch up uh, uh-huh. with Steve Rogers being. <laughs> Kind of like the first Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. At what that is, implications look is like. Is any of this canon or is this just kind of like. No. No. They, they, they're doing no. this on the fly. Yeah. That's what I think is kind of cool about it because in, it's if, if it's funny, it almost seems as like a way to put something out while they're working on something else. 
but it's a fun way of doing it where it's like, hey, what if we just took all of these characters and then totally flip their intentions well none, none of this is know. new none of this is a new concept so marvel has done what if series and comics already like that's already like a ah, mainstay okay. uh so they've done what if series uh marvel zombies which i, I think will make an appearance in this they will uh, they, they're they're publicized a lot so they will yeah so the what if the what if franchise is popular yeah, the already. franchise itself isn't new yeah uh, so this is the first time the MCU version of what if it has occurred. And it's a perfect time for it because they're doing the whole multiverse of madness queued up type thing. And then for those who, who watched Loki season finale, spoilers for spoiler for Loki, uh, the multiverse essentially is created uh, at the end of that show. Um, so we're kind of, it's, it's not announced as Canon, like all these things exist, but you would imagine that, we're seeing all these things because of the multiverse that's been kind of splintered out from that show. So we're able to see these things. And the watcher who uh, is in the show kind of doing the narrations, he's, he's in a Marvel movie. Uh, he's, he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with uh-huh. uh, Stan Lee, which I think is his last Cameo. on-screen appearance. Yeah. Um, he's with the Watcher or Watchers anyway. He's with Watchers, um, and yeah, no, it's it's really good. It would be fun to see the Watcher kind of be involved more now that the multiverse exists. I, I would imagine there's going to be a scene where somebody maybe is talking to the Watcher at some point in time. I think um, they dropped the ball on going when he was like, "All I'm my job isn't to interfere at all. Who am I?" And they could have just cut it right there. It could be the Watcher. Yeah. Shout out to uh shout out to Jeffrey Wright. Uh does an amazing voiceover. He got the um, head shape of the watcher too. <laughs> he kind of does. That hey look, chill out. That's our first feature commissioner Gordon, so relax. Hey, I'm not dissing the man. I'm just saying if they want to put him on screen, this gonna fit. <laughs> Yo, Jeffrey Wright That's what is, she is, said. Is, amazing, is amazing. Oh, look at you, Antonio. Bazinga. Look at him look coming at you, off the top. Coming, coming on the dark side. Um pause. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Black that's what kick. he said. Yeah, um, <laughs> you are on fire today, sir. On fucking fire, so, Antonio. What did you see, think of what if we, me and Cam, talked for a long time? What did you think of it? No, same thing. I think it's cool. I mean, I think this this whole it seemed like they've been going really heavy on the whole multiverse con- uh, concept over the last year, and I think it was it's kind of brilliant because then now they can just really do whatever they want for these other phases. Because I was wondering, like after in game like what else were they gonna do because it felt very it had a like a finality to it where it's like like i kind of felt resolved so it's like now kind of like, like an end game yeah like yeah exactly so it's like now doing the whole multiverse up, things uh, <laughs> kind of like you do whatever you want like you could really do whatever you want so and this what if is literally us doing whatever we want and you know so I can't wait. I can't wait for like a, a Black Panther um, Star Lord. That looks fascinating. Oh, I just I just ordered the Black Panther Star Lord pop figure too. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. And the, the looks like a uh, fantastic the, story. They're doing a Killmonger flip too, right? Yeah, Killmonger is the one who saves Tony Stark in the uh, during that scene where he initially gets the shrapnel put in his chest. Yes, uh, Killmonger yes, yes. saves them. So, yeah, they got they have a a lot of really wonderful setups. <laughs> Um, and like I said, the first episode with, with agent Carter, the only, the only thing I would say is that the, 
the pacing is really fast, but I understand why, because it's kind of retreading the the best moments of those movies, so to speak. So like Captain Captain America: The First Avenger was arguably the I guess I wouldn't say it's the weakest MCU movie, but it's definitely one of the driest. And there's just there's not a lot happening. So for them to kind of like speed run through that, uh, through a lot of like the plot points that were going on, it's a little jarring because of how fast they move through it. And also the voice actors, not all of them are the voice of the actual MCU character. So like they like Bucky is played by the same actor. And Michael Michael B still does his, right? It's, it sounds like it in the previews. It sounds like his voice still. It, it might sure. be because I yeah. remember when everybody was basically saying that. Uh, so from what I could see, Chadwick Boseman is there. Tom Hiddleston is there. Sebastian Stan, obviously, from Bucky Barnes. Uh, the lady who played Peggy Carter, she lent her voice to the first episode, Haley Atwell. Um, Karen Gillan uh, of Gunshake, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Gunpowder Milkshake fame <laughs> is coming back to play Nebula. Uh, Dominic Cooper played Howard Stark again. Michael B. Jordan is going to be uh, Eric Killmonger. Chris Hemsworth is going to play Thor. Michael Rooker is back as John Dew. Uh, Jeremy Renner is going to play Clint Barton as well. So those look like the people that they did get back. So it looks like Chadwick was able to record um, all of this before uh, some time we passed. And God bless the dead, Chadwick Boseman. So I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, this. The only thing I'm, I'm, I hate is the week to week. I'm so mad. I'm. It's good that it's happening, but I fucking hate it. Like Netflix has spoiled me. Hulu has spoiled me. I don't want to fucking wait every Wednesday for a new fucking episode. Just fucking put it in my veins and let me. But drip it, it builds. Down. It builds the. It builds no. the suspense because we have this now. So now there's the the episode drops and then people talk about it and then people yeah, wonder no, about what's gonna happen. Like, so fucking, you know, as a like, fan, all, like, like throughout the whole um, show of um, Loki, we were all. Debating who we thought the 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 big bad guy was going to be at the end, so it's like that big old that suspense. I think they're going for rather than because the problem with releasing everything is that it's like a thing for like a couple days, and then now it's on to the next, and you kind of stay relevant if you do a if you do it episodic. Yeah, marketing wise is great. Fan wise, damn it, I want (laughs) I want the next episode. (laughs) I'm tired of waiting a whole week, and then you kind of want to like build it up. You like wait a week. And like, okay, I got two. But if you do, some people, somebody's gonna spoil it. So you're like, oh fuck, I guess I'm just gonna, I gotta watch. I gotta break down and watch it. But yeah, uh, any, any Cam, did you watch anything else that we 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 should that should be on our radar? I don't feel like I really watched a whole lot this week. I feel bad because Dave, the season finale happened, and I haven't even watched a single episode of Dave this season. So I feel kind of bad about that. Dave is odd, but I'm a, I'm gonna stick with it. I am see, Dave. Yeah, it works. Uh, but other than that, I don't feel like I really watched a lot. If anything at all, I don't think I really did. I kept telling myself I might go watch The Green Knight, and I just never did. Yeah, I need you to. I really but I haven't given really... my eye on this Nickelodeon bracket. <laughs> <laughs> let's save it. Let's save it for the next part. I just went through. Yeah, we can. Because matter of fact, earlier today I was going through. Um, because I I got the Paramount Plus subscription like when it first came out. And then I was just, I was just cheap. I I got it. I got it quick. But then like they've been adding more and more stuff low key. So then today I finally just went through like all the TV shows they had. And I'm like, actually, they got some stuff on here. But of course, because they have Nickelodeon is one of the 
things under it. So they have all of the Nickelodeon, like all the top shows, like even going back to like Guts and you know uh, Legend, Le- Legends of the Hidden Temple and all that stuff. So See, they're still supposed to be doing Legends of the Hidden Temple with adults now, and I love you want to go on there. Yes. Yeah. But I, what I it made me that. think was like I'm going to I am going to culture my 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 children and they're going to watch these <laughs> shows cuz I you know what's funny I we were trying to explain to them the concept of cat dog and I realized how ridiculous it was. Yeah, no. They, we thought that we was explained. Were not <laughs> like Ren Stimpy is not a show it's, that It's a hard watched. show, you know. Hey, there's a show about these two beavers. They're a little angry, <laughs> and they, you know, like only a, one of them was really angry. Though. It's like this is only a weird show. Angry. Was one of the best shows on television. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough show. The to only kind of thing you need yeah. to show your kids is Hey Arnold and Doug. Oh, from hey that Arnold. generation. So my son already knows the theme song to Hey Arnold because that's that's one of my favorite cartoons ever. So I, I play right. that. I play that often. <laughs> so. But I was singing. I showed him Doug because I was singing "Banging on the Trash Can" the other day, <laughs> and then he didn't know where, where that was coming from. So Yo, the beats, the beats had some hits. Yeah, they had hits. I, I, need, I need more allowance. Killer, killer tofu. Yep. I still have a killer tofu shirt. I have the beat shirt for that. It's the Beats World Tour. <laughs> You're a real fan. One day oh, no, we gotta. I'm, I'm, I'm about my shit, nigga. Don't. <laughs> one day we gotta do a break because you know it's funny. You get older, and like I was doing like a breakdown of like some of like the deeper meetings of Doug that you don't really catch as a kid. And it's like mm-hmm. some of the interesting things, like how Doug goes to a new place and like, but Doug is the only person that's actually to our standards, normal colored. So yeah. like he's normal to us, but he's in a place where he's the odd person out. So mm-hmm. like I like those little, those little wrinkles are things I didn't think about when I was 12. I was just, you know, what thought Ke- Skeeter was cool. And I believe that Skeeter was, was black and I don't care it's what anybody says. Skeeter's, Skeeter's yeah. black. Patty Mayo is definitely Latina. <laughs> I don't know, man. She had a country accent. Dog. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He was, she was Patty Latina. Mayo. Roger, Roger is Latino. No, Roger is Latino? trailer park white. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say Roger, Roger is definitely trailer park white. 100%. There's no. I was just, I was just, was always like, don't make that one nerdy kid from the AV Club black just because he has big lips. That was my <laughs> yeah, whole thing. He, did. he had them big ass lips. I was like, don't say he's black. I promise, don't say he's black. If Connie was black, I wouldn't have been shocked. Yes, that would make yeah, sense. Nah, she is definitely me. black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I Antonio. This is this is your second chance for your segment. Did you do you have something for us tonight? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I did. Hold on. Oh wait, where is? It? <laughs> don't. No, 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 I got it, 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 I got it. Wait, 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 wait. Did I lose it looking at looking up what if what if facts? Did I? Did I? Did I lose? Did I lose you? Uh okay, yeah. So another another episode who I wrote it down because I can't even remember the another segment of things I read on the internet that might be might not be true, but I like it. Uh uh curiosity killed the cat mm-hmm. we're only using um half of that phrase it's uh, oh another half phraser yeah okay it's curiosity killed the cat but satisf- satisfaction brought it back okay <laughs> so this is so that's okay that Time definitely up. has to be about sex right Time up. curiosity <laughs> killed the cat but what brought it back satisfaction satisfaction so like, one, that has happened. to be about sex right maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that I don't know means. If I, that one. I don't know if that I means. I think someone made that up. Like, like the like the 
the curious nature is what can get you messed up, but the satisfaction of your curiosity is what revives you. I don't, I don't, I don't. To know. me, this is like when somebody said that have, have your cake and eat it too is actually have your Kate and eateth too. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't no. buy that. Okay. Here's the thing. You know what? I wasn't even going to say that one. That was a backup, but here's a real one. <laughs> no, he checked it out. Here's a real one. So, so remember Paul Revere going and saying the British are coming to Warner. Yeah. Apparently he didn't say that. Okay. All of the recordings of people who, um, were there said that he was actually saying the regulars are out the regulars are out yes because they would have been british would... they would have been british regulars so they were just like the that's what they called the regular army not the militia wow this is really this is really a strong testament to the the one with the pen has the power yes because yeah. if somebody wrote the that Victor in a book the like the, the regulars are coming i would have been like yeah not even the regulars are coming the regulars the are regulars out. are out the regulars out i would have went back to sleep Honestly, like if I was the colonial time, and then he was, and Paul Revere was cl- cl- clapping through the streets talking about the regulars are out. I'd be like, nigga, and my my candle is out. Go find somewhere else. Find another lane to. You know what now. else is out? My pajamas. They're on. I'm done. This the is fuck? it. Kill me. The regulars. So apparently there was a book by a guy named Longfellow. We just we talked about names earlier. Oh wow! <laughs> it was. It, Don't have them. <laughs> Fucking this long fellow here. A book called it was it was I don't know if it was a book or or a poem or something, but it's Paul Revere's Ride, and I believe he says the British are coming in that, and then that kind of got adopted as the truth. That purple monkey dishwashed its way into history. He did ride, you know, shouting something. It just those those that recorded it that were around at the time said it was the regulars route. Wow. Which which probably sounds more like what they actually would have said because they would have been they would have been considered British regulars, which is what they called them. You know, we uh, so. we romanticize history way too much. We do, and That's the fun I really part hope it. I hope one day that a white man will go back in time and tell us because a black person can't. We there's no point in period in time that we can go back and be okay. <laughs> they're so trying to be erase, they're just erasing more and more of our history every day, bro. So don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, we can't do it. Woo. All right. We're going to end there. Um, it's been another great episode. Uh, Cam, can you tell the people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me gently massaging your mother's tit <laughs> via Twitter and Instagram mm. at Cam Archer. Lovely image. If you know how to spell, mm-hmm. then you know how to spell my name. Okay. And you still don't know why my name is my name, but that's okay. No. At Cam Archer on everything. Uh, that's all you need to know. Period. Antonio, where can they find you? Um, tasting your aunt's potato salad. Okay. Uh, this nigga really freaky now. Let's see what Mary's done to this nigga. <laughs> potato salad, though. No raisins. I hope uh, not. <laughs> uh, at A. Devon Johnson. Okay. And you can find me, uh, rearranging your grandmother's panties at... Whoa. <laughs> On Instagram at l.a. underscore iz underscore gfc. I know it's long. I'm never wow. changing it. Don't yeah, let's update that. Let's modernize mm-hmm. that. Never. It's never going to happen. It's years. Years have been baked into that name. It's never going to happen. Look, everybody out there. I think I have an idea all. of what gfc stands what? for, too. And I know you're not going to tell me. So it doesn't matter. I would. No, I, honestly, if you guess it, if you guess it, I'll tell you. No one will ever guess it. <sighs> I feel like it's a crew name. That's why. It is a crew name. Yes. And I, I don't know why, but 
<laughs> it is a cool name. You got you already got one third of it right. Crew. Yeah, I know. I my assumption was get fresh crew. That was my assumption. It started that way. We changed we changed the F. You changed the F? Yeah, it's not fresh. We couldn't use fresh. Get get Why couldn't you use funky? fresh? Why would they use get what year is it? <laughs> <Why would they? laughs> so you probably oh, sorry, used you, know, you, probably you know what? I lied to you. I did lie to you. The C is not crew. We changed it's the probably C. click. No, it's not click. I'm sorry. We actually you have you have two of the three. You have get fresh, but the C is wrong. Get fresh caucus. I don't know. No. Get fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Though. The get fresh camp. <laughs> nope. Community. Nah. The get fresh community. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of other groups of people that start You'll with a never C. Guess it. You'll never fucking guess it. Get fresh contingent. No. All that is get fresh good. cash. Nope. You guys are getting fresh cash. Nope. I got it. I want my three hundred dollars. It's not it. I wish it was right. It's not. You'll never guess it. We can make this an ongoing thing. You can try every every night. Just pick a different C word. Yeah. <laughs> to see if you can get 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 it land on it. Hey, so if you land first, on it, I'll tell you. So my first email it. address, it was an AOL email address. And it was air twenty three AJ two. You are a dirty <laughs> nigga, bro. You are a dirty nigga. If it makes you feel any better. The email address that I created as a teenager is still my email address today. The ones that I, I actually use for everything, <laughs> including jobs. <laughs> and wow. somehow, oh some way, God. I'm still, still getting get hired. Still get hired. I don't know yeah. what's going on. I was are desperate. So when I create, because I, I think it was like, so AOL lets you make like a, a kid's, like not a kid's, but like a, basically a kid's version that your parent, like an, an adult had to set up. And I think at the time I had just played, I, I was playing NJB basketball and my number was two and of course i was a i was an mj fan so it all makes sense we getting out of here man thank you all for listening once again appreciate everyone coming through spending spending your time with us you could have spent it anywhere else but you're spending it with us it's always nice to be good but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing we out